Welcome to the Brisbane Property Podcast with your hosts, Melinda and Scott Jennison from Streamline Property Buyers, your local Brisbane property specialists. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Brisbane Property Podcast. Um, Melinda and I are really excited today. It's always lovely to chat to um, some past clients of ours. And today we're really excited to have um, Sarah, who's an expat over in Dubai, having a chat with us. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today, Sarah. Thanks so much for having me. It's lovely to see you again. Absolutely. And um, for those um, that want to know, Sarah is joining us all the way from Dubai. So we've managed to overcome some time differences to set up a time to get some insights from Sarah in terms of what it is like to invest sight unseen from overseas here in Brisbane, but also, um, you know, the journey that we've taken with Sarah um, and the purchase that her and her husband made was now a couple of years ago. So just to see how that asset has performed since then. So um, Sarah, if you can just give our listeners a little bit of a background insight type of thing. Um, Now you are an an Aussie girl um, living over in Dubai. Can you let people understand a little bit of... um, I guess, how you found us, why you chose us and that type of thing as well to help them understand. Yeah, absolutely. And it's lovely to um, to reconnect with you as well. We've been following your journey from afar as well. And um, yeah, so I'm an Aussie girl. I grew up in Brisbane in Auckland and I've been an expat now for the last 15 years um, living over here in Dubai. Along the way, I seem to have picked up um, a British husband and, and three children as well. Um, which is exciting, but our long-term plan is always to to move back home to Australia. Um, in terms of our property journey, we have got some investments in the UK, but had never bought in Australia before. And I suppose had been the hobbying is the best way I'd kind of describe it. Um, so meaning we'd been going on realestate.com and domain at various hours of the day and night, looking <laughs> for property as, as a lot of people do. Um, and to be honest, we've been doing that for about five years. But had, wow. yeah, and we've just been afraid to jump, if that makes sense. I think particularly kind of living overseas and although obviously I grew up in Brisbane, I've, I've been out of that market for 15 years now. And obviously Brisbane and Australia has changed significantly during that time, um, which made it quite difficult. And my husband isn't Australian either. He's been to Brisbane a few times on holidays, but obviously it's a big, significant investment. Um, So we were a little bit scared, if that makes sense. Um, And so therefore, yeah. And we started um, doing some research and we actually met with a few different buyers agents. Um, who specialise in expats, one of whom we met over here in Dubai in person. Um, However, we just didn't have, we didn't feel that relationship and we didn't have the confidence in them. Um, It looked really slick from the outset. However, they kind of looked after the whole of the Australian market. And as you always say, Melinda, the Australian real estate market is not one market. That's Um, right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) so we decided not to proceed with that and then we had somebody else as well that we met with who also looked after the Australian market um which we didn't feel comfortable with and then we stumbled across your podcast which I think was probably in the early days right absolutely if it was two years ago it would have been one of the um the earlier episodes that you listened to first yeah (laughs) and it really struck a chord and it really helped us in terms of education particularly with my husband as well 
And then when we were over um, in kind of June 2019, I think we met you for a coffee. We were really impressed. Um, and then decided in February 2020 to basically kind of go ahead and, and bite the bullet. Um, and so we dropped you an email and it kind of went from there. And we all know what happened soon after because in 2020 we had a world-changing experience and the, the COVID-19 pandemic became apparent. So, you know, we were partnering with you through the very first wave of COVID-19 and that obviously was, um, you know, a, a time where there was a lot of uncertainty. Just take us back to that time, Sarah, uh, because I can imagine from abroad you were feeling quite nervous, a little bit uncertain about investing. What were you hearing through the media in terms of what was happening here in um, in Australia and more specifically in Brisbane? Yeah, look, absolutely. It was it was a really different, life-changing time, um, particularly living that from overseas. And our experience, I think, was quite different as well. So obviously in the beginning of COVID, Australia enjoyed a relatively normal um, kind of situation, whereas it it went hard and fast here. Um, you know, we went into a full lockdown here for kind of three weeks where you needed a permit to, to exit the house. Um, you know, our, our kids went to school, went on a two-week, you know, half-term school holiday break, and then six months later actually re-entered the classroom. So we were homeschooling for six months whilst wow, trying to wow. work two jobs as well. And, you know, homeschooling three kids with, you know, five Zoom connections all at the same time is, is not an insignificant task. Um, so it was it was tough. Um, but we also recognised that it was probably a, a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity from a buying perspective as well. Um, and we kind of still, we'd bitten the bullet and then obviously COVID got significantly worse. But we had the confidence through you, you guys basically being on the ground there, um, which really helped kind of move that process forward and gave us that faith and the trust, which I think was really integral, particularly during that time period as well. Um, we obviously weren't on the ground. Um, my husband in particular was quite nervous around, well, hang on, this is what we're hearing. Um, is, is it gonna drop further? Should we wait a bit longer? or is now the time to jump? Um, so when you were able to kind of provide us with that on the ground feedback of this is what we're hearing and seeing, that I think was invaluable as well. Yeah, and that's, uh, we'll, we'll jump back obviously to what you've got, the property and obviously looking back at it in, in um, later on. But when, when you partner with us, Sarah, what can you help us um, probably describe some of the things when you say how you benefited and you, and you became a bit more confident in the process? Things like um, the education, uh, the communication, all those types of things, how important they were and, and what you got out of that when you were working with us. The education was amazing, um, to be honest. So I used to look at a property from a very emotional perspective. So especially kind of wanting to move back, I would look at the white picket fence and did it have a beautifully renovated kitchen and space for the kids to kind of run around in the backyard. Whereas I think you really helped to educate us and bring us back to this is an investment and an investment decision. Let's try and take the emotion out of it. So looking at things like the land to value ratio, um, whether or not it's flood affected, does it even have overland flow? Um, is it in a noise corridor? Um, I know that during that time as well, the flight paths changed. So looking at that 
the old flight paths versus the new flight paths and even down to sewerage and is it a, a neat and tidy block does it have easy access for building and renovations which is something obviously you helped us with as well um so yeah that education was amazing um the other it's thing as well is Oh, sorry, Sarah. I was just going to say it is interesting that you mentioned that because, you know, a lot of investors do um, make some investment decisions based on personal preference and based on what they feel they would like to live in. And as we know, properties here in Brisbane um, are very different to properties in other parts of Australia and probably very different to the type of home that you're living in over in Dubai. And so understanding the type of property that locals are comfortable to live in and therefore what's desirable in a particular pocket can make all the difference in actually targeting an A-grade asset that will perform versus targeting something that you buy because you think, you know, it ticks the boxes from an emotional perspective. So there's definitely, um, you know, benefits in separating that emotion from the purchase. Um, Obviously, when we started that partnership, you know, we do help you to understand all those important things, as you've highlighted. Um, and I'm so glad to hear also that, um, you know, we were able to change that mindset around what was important. Uh, I think that that's, you know, a big advantage of partnering with us. We teach people what um, is important to focus on. Take us through your, your feelings during that search process, because obviously we show you a number of properties, some are not suitable, some you know, might be aligned with the brief. And obviously, you know, in the property that we purchased for you, um, we actually bid at auction, it passed in at auction, but then later secured the property post-auction. How was that process for you? And, and you know, what was the, um, the journey like from your perspective being so far away? Sure. So you were so patient with us as well. Um, you know, my, as I say, like my husband wasn't, hadn't hadn't really kind of been actively on the ground living in Brisbane before so first of all the suburb education um was really helpful as well you know the, this is the demographics this is what's happening in terms of infrastructure build um doing some of those flyover videos and stuff was really useful as well understanding the desirable suburbs and why what made an a-grade asset and then moving on to um, the communication as well. So obviously Dubai has a six hour time difference, but I know that, you know, there's expats all around the world, um, but it, it really didn't matter. Um, you had a great communication tool with clear, effective communication, which was really easy to keep a track of in terms of our property search and what you were looking at. Um, we were working with um, with Tilia and yourselves as well. You, you must work all hours of the day as well. <laughs> the hardest <laughs> working people I know. Um, but basically, we, you just made it really simple. So you would identify a number of different properties which might be suitable. You'd flick them over to us with a, a video walkthrough and a, a screen kind of overlay explaining why you thought it was a great investment or why it wasn't a suitable investment as well, which definitely helped with the education of what we should and shouldn't be looking for. Um, and then any that we were particularly interested in, you would obviously go on site and then provide those video walkthroughs and provide the feedback um, and guidance as well in terms of, we looked at a few quite seriously and the compa um, comparable market analysis was really helpful to see what other properties were selling for. Um, but ultimately, you left that decision of what we were willing to pay for in our hands, which was really helpful as well and made us feel comfortable and also gave us that trust as well um, of your experience. 
So I suppose in terms of we we identified a property with yourselves, you did a full um, a full kind of walkthrough. And during that time, I think when we first looked at the property and it came on the market, it was probably June, July. Um, and I know that it, it needed a bit of work. And managing, a, managing something that needed work from, you know, all the way over in Dubai, I've never built, I've never renovated. Um, I was scared. And I suppose, Scott, you really helped us in, in that respect at, at the first part by doing that building and pest inspection. Um, and it looked quite scary to start with, right? <laughs> they're always, I can imagine it would. <laughs> they're always some of the best buys when you, you buy something that just needs um, a little, you know, a little, let's call it a love and a little polish because, you know, as as you know, by going through the process of doing some cosmetic upgrades, not only does it improve the value of the asset and provide some instant equity uplift, but it also actually significantly increases the rent that you would um, achieve on the property. Scott's just... I, I, can, I can also say, Sarah, and look, for me, being a, being a builder, and I look at these things and, and I, I see opportunity, um, so when I see a house that you you purchased, which I can, I'll sneak in that it's actually got city views for our listeners, um, <laughs> you know, a house a house with city views, beautiful old character house. It, it needed some love. It needed some work. I can see that being a builder, um, and obviously to um, to be able to budget that for you and help you with that process. But also to your credit, I mean, you, you had that risk appetite where you were prepared to say, "Hey, look, I I can understand that." and you had that trust again to say, oh, I can understand what you're talking about, then to actually go through that purchase as we did in the process and then obviously the post work that was done. I mean, look, hats off to you. You've, what you've got out of that now is is awesome. I, I just, I'm so excited for it because I see the house, what it was, to what we actually helped um, create and turn it into um, and obviously the value that you, that's, you've got out of that property as well. So. And just to help oh, you understand there, Sarah, I mean, you know, based on your purchase price and the amount that you spent, your equity uplift would be close to 40, 50% um, off the purchase price, given the, the work that you did and also the, the market shift that we've seen since then. So I feel that that's an excellent result in, in two years um, or thereabouts. And, you know, to your credit, that's, that's equity that would be available to you to leverage from to continue to build your portfolio which is um you know great news for you as well yeah absolutely look we we couldn't be more happy with that um my my husband's done some investments in the uk and i always say you just need to listen to me this is our best best investment <laughs> to date <laughs> i was ready to go again which is great um so, and also, yeah so so the the property obviously as melinda said went um it was on the market um, yep. we, did all, we did all our homework, we did our research, we, we worked together really closely with you guys. Um, it went to auction, um, as, you, as you saw. You watched um, us bid. Because um, yep. <laughs> we, uh, we, we were recorded so that you could actually watch the auction and watch the bidding. Um, unfortunately, we didn't secure it at the auction, but it did pass in and we, we continued negotiations and, and stayed close with the, um, with the agent and secured it post-auction for... I think actually a very similar amount to what we had passed in at auction as well. So a little bit high, but not a massive increase, um, but yep. work really closely with the agent and obviously the seller uh, under those circumstances and secure the property, which was fantastic news. 
Yeah, absolutely. And look, I, I've got family in um, in Brisbane. I think a lot of people rely on that and go, you know what, I don't need a buyer's agent. I've got friends and family who can go and do that for for me. Um, and it, my mum's been amazing. She's fantastic. But I think having your, like having a professional on your side makes such a difference, particularly being overseas, being in that market day in, day out, and particularly bidding at auction as well. Um, you know, my mum actually went along to that auction and I know that, that you met her as well. Um, but you do this day in, day out, um, you know, whereas she'd never bid at auction before. So I think that really has a massive benefit and it was a huge advantage as well. Um, in terms of the equity, you're right, we've done so well. And Scott, I think you also really helped us in terms of um, saying, look, if you want to spend a, a small amount, if you want to spend a medium amount, and you know what, later on, if you want to raise it, build in underneath and turn it into, you know, a five bed exec home with those locking in those amazing city views, this is how much ballpark it's going to cost as well, which really gave us the confidence to buy and meant we have options both now, then, and in the future as well. Um, and in terms of the rental, you know, it, it was renting at 435 a week, um, we then kind of, uh, your initial assessment, I think for rental, um, was 585 a week. We put it on the market and the, the re real estate agent was like, you know what, you can actually probably get 620. Um, and then we got multiple great quality offers at 635 a week. Um, amazing tenants. And it's just gone up to 650 a week as well. So yeah, that has definitely helped pay the mortgage, um, and it's kind of proof of the pudding, let alone the equity position. As you mentioned, Melinda, it's at least 40, 50%, um, which is amazing as well. Absolutely. And look, you know, congratulations on those results because it comes from, you know, putting your trust in in the advice that you're you're receiving from us as well. Obviously, um, the market conditions here in Brisbane at the moment um, are a little uncertain once again. So uh, we're seeing a lot of similarities on the ground in terms of uh, what we're seeing right now. There's a lot of a lack of consumer confidence, uh, but meaning buyers are in a lot of instances just sitting on the sidelines, just a little bit uncertain about whether to buy now, whether to wait because the media are predicting property price falls. The situation, I guess, is quite similar to what you experienced um, when you were purchasing this investment property that we helped you to acquire back, you know, in, in after the first wave of the pandemic, but before the market really took off. Now, obviously, we all know what's happened since there, and, and, and that's obviously history. A lot of people see um, these times as buying opportunities. How do you see um, these, these market dips, if you like, or, or periods where buyers are sitting on the sideline? Oh, look, I think it's an amazing, um, amazing opportunity. We've actually just got pre-approval for a second mortgage. We're ready to go again. Um, <laughs> you know, buying during a changing time, I think for us meant there was less competition for a valuable kind of A-grade asset. And it also, you know, it gave us a little bit more time as well. Um, you know, I think our property in particular last year during that middle of the hype, there's no way that it would have kind of stalled at auction, for example. Um, it, it, we wouldn't have had that time that we did. In a particularly for expats, I know our um, mortgage took a little bit longer. We had to have a 45-day 
um, finance approval clause because we needed to get those documents, the original documents, sent back and forth across the world, witnessed going to the Australian embassy in Dubai to make sure that we had the ID verified and stuff. It does just take a little bit longer. Um, there was a few nervous moments, actually, I remember when we needed to go back and ask for another three or four days because, as an extension because it, the, the paperwork hadn't been received back and forth in time. And you guys were amazing in helping kind of de-stress us and, and manage that process for us as well. So in particular for expats who may need a little bit more time, I think it's a golden opportunity. The other things I suppose that are on our side as well and which are making us go, you know what, now's a great time to, to buy again is obviously the the macro environment um, and the Australian dollar. We converted a large amount of um, a, a large amount uh, probably a few weeks ago. I'm I'm no economist, but whenever kind of the dollar the dollar is under seventy cents, then I really believe it's a good time to buy and convert. Um, so you've got the the FX on your side as well, and. Um, there's also the tax advantages as well for, for expats too um, in terms of locking in the, the capital gains but also locking in the, the tax losses um, for when you do eventually move to Australia as well. And we've had some great advice around that as well. Um, so, yeah, I, I think all up, to sum it up, I think it's a great buying opportunity, um, particularly working with yourselves. You know, you've got the trust, you've got the on the ground there and it helps build that confidence. What it sounds like to me, Sarah, is that um, obviously you've you've connected with us as buyers agents. You've got a great team around you providing good advice. Um, you mentioned the tax um, advantages that you can lock in any losses, um, and then they get offset against your taxable income that you earn in the future when you do return to Australia. Now, that's good um, advice to receive as an expat investor. Um, and obviously, getting that advice before you buy really helps you to understand, you know, what your tax obligations are and, and you know, what advantages are available to you. Another thing that you pointed out around the, the currency and the value of the Australian dollar and, and, you know, really clever strategy to convert when the Australian dollar, you know, is weaker and that way you have the the capacity to increase your purchasing power effectively by converting and playing the currency market before you actually invest so a lot of forward planning involved in in that strategy as well so you know clever thinking but obviously you've got some you know good advisors around you um, clever minds yourself and your husband as well obviously to be able to pick those times um, in order to to target the next investment. Sarah, I, I just wanted to um, sort of loop back in, in a little way. Obviously, what we see in Australia compared to, say, you guys, expats, whether you're in Dubai, Hong Kong, wherever that, wherever people may be, um, and, and we've, we've talked about this a little bit in the podcast, that we're a little bit sick of uh, general sort of media sources at the mm -hmm. moment because it's all doom and gloom and property prices are going to crash and all these types of things, um, which they've already said that in the past but probably didn't quite happen, but... Over overseas, what what do you guys hear? What do you see? Um, what's the general media sort of? And obviously, this is why we do a podcast. We've recently run an event to try and um, help people understand what's actually happening and telling the truth in property. What do you guys see over there about the property market in Australia at the moment in general media? Sure, so that's a really good question. So basically, um, it's done at. Um, at a at a macro level, so 
Australia's, you know, I, I read a headline yesterday, banks bleak prediction, home values will fall by 18% by the end of next year. That's not Brisbane values are going to fall. That's literally Australia as a market. Um, so in particular, a lot of it from overseas is is focused on Sydney and Melbourne um, because they're obviously the most, the, the biggest and most well-known cities. So it's done at at a country specific level not at a city level at all and then if you unpack those headlines and and dive in a little bit further you obviously realize that you know the ups and downs um i just have you know one of one of my really good friends is actually moving back in in january and she's just bought in adelaide their family home they've got three houses in adelaide already but the Adelaide market seems to kind of be doing quite well and bucking that trend significantly. So they've bought their family forever home uh, last week, which they're going to move into in January because then they've got somewhere to help visualize. But also it's, it seems like a good investment if that market is going up. So it very much uh, is looked at from a country level rather than um, a city level. And obviously then you guys break it down further into an actual suburb level and a houses versus units um, as well, which really helps. Yeah, no, I think that that's um, a really valid point that you've made there. And I I do remember um, in conversations that we were having two years ago when the market conditions were quite uncertain during COVID, um, the news that your husband was um, discussing with us that you were hearing was predominantly news that was coming out of Sydney. And therefore, we do know you know, that a lot of that that news relates to Sydney, Melbourne markets being the two largest capital city markets here in Australia. So the message gets diluted when you are, you know, trying to get information specific to, you know, the smaller property markets, uh, Brisbane included. Um, so is that obviously why you went searching for that information um, and found the podcast and, you know, obviously, you know, that, that, was a, that was able to give you the confidence that not all markets are the same? Yeah, absolutely. And honestly, the podcast and then we, I think we, we stalked you, it seems. Um, we like to do our research beforehand. Um, uh, we looked through a lot of your YouTube videos um, in terms of that buyer education, um, which helped to give us the trust. And we also listened to a lot of your podcasts as well. Um, we looked at some testimonials. We looked at some stuff like your Google reviews. And it gave us that confidence to trust you and put our faith in you and then once we started working with you um yeah we were just on board with you your team who are amazing um we we worked with uh, yeah all of the members of your team and they were fantastic but then also the wider team that you help help us build as well because i think that's a really important thing to build that team around you particularly when you're not there um you know we we didn't have a lawyer we didn't have um, a mortgage broker. We didn't have, I didn't even know what a tax depreciation schedule was. Um, <laughs> and you helped kind of point us in the right direction. And we, we followed your recommendations for the majority of it as well, which made it much easier from an expat overseas as well. I know that originally we, we tried to find a, our own uh, solicitor and we found the cheapest solicitor and it did not work at all. But you were great <laughs> in terms of saying you're more than welcome to choose anyone you like. And we started and realized that that was going to be a nightmare and quickly pedaled back and used someone tried and trusted who was amazing. I, I, think, um, so, I think you did work with the, pretty much everyone that we talked to, yeah. even, even, <laughs> the, even through to the trades, doing the, the work and the renovations. 
Uh, and, and I must say, I know you said your mum was involved. Um, look, she she was also great. I can say she she would come out and um, got on really well with the trades. And I think she might have provided her a couple of beers on occasions too, just to keep yeah. her nice and happy as well. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. She's she's been amazing. And as yeah, when during the renovation as well, that was great as well because um, you obviously put us in touch with a tried and trusted uh, builder who helped manage that whole process for yeah. us as well. And he's he was brilliant as well and then right down actually to the uh rental agents as well i think you put us in touch with the rental agents and you didn't just give also you don't just give use x person you'll give it you know these are three people that we generally work with here's some discounted rates go meet them see who you feel comfortable with and if you don't want to use them no problem but if you do then you know, we, we believe in these people and here's some discounted rates. And to this day, we still use most of the same people, which is great. Good, good. Excellent. And look, you know, you've really um, pinpointed, you know, the crux of what our service is. It's about providing you with choice, enabling you to make informed decisions, um, you know, really providing the education for you to be confident as an investor and, and holding your hand through the whole process. For us, it's a partnership. You know, it's not us taking over and telling you what to buy. It's us working with you to educate you on why something is a great buy and um, why it does align with your personal investment strategy and your goals. Now, I, sorry, yeah. Sarah, I'll, I'll throw one more quick question at you um, and just to put you on the spot. Did did you find it stress-free, hassle-free? Was there Were there times that you were questioning it or you were comfortable through the whole process in any way? Oh, absolutely. Look, as I say, we've been looking at this for so long um, and we were just scared. But meeting you guys and doing our research first, which I think it's a massive investment, right? From a, a buying a property is a massive investment, but then engaging with a buyer's agent once we decided that and said, look, is it worth it? Is it not? Yes, it's a cost, but I can hand on heart say we would not have bought had we not had you on board. Um, so, and look at the equity that we have managed to kind of build and secure, but you gave us that confidence in ourselves to, to jump because if we hadn't put our money where our mouth is and signed on with you, and you were also so patient with us as well. And you let us go at our own time and wait until, till we felt comfortable. And, um, yeah, it was, it was a great partnership. So for anyone sort of considering is a buyer's agent worth it? Yes, it is. It is. It's an expense, but that's an expense that, when you do sell, can be factored into those into those selling expenses. But also, it's it's a property investment is a massive investment. So, is that when you work out the percentage, is it worth it? If you get the right buyer's agent, a hundred percent. So yeah, definitely was was a worthwhile investment. I'm very happy with our decision. Oh, thank you. It, look, it, to, to us, it's it's so nice to actually hear people so happy. I mean, that that's <laughs> what we do this for is to is to take that stress away. To, you know, to obviously see the the rewards and what you've got from this, um, and and to hear you say those sorts of things, it, it's actually yeah. Look, it's a pleasure for us to do that for clients. So thank you very much as well. And oh, thank you. And Sarah, I I think that um you know we've we've reached our time. We we do need to wrap it up. We are so appreciative and grateful that you've given up your time to share your experience um, of what it was like to partner with us and and share that journey and it, not just the journey you know that you took 
in terms of, you know, well, what was the process like? But I think you've also highlighted the emotional journey, um, you yeah. know, what it felt like. And I think that's really important for people to to realise. And I love the fact that you've also shared some tips and hints for any other expats that uh, might be looking to buy property either here in Brisbane or, or anywhere back in Australia. Um, so thank you for sharing your valuable insights. I think that our listeners will really benefit from what you've had to share today. Thanks so much for having me. Um, thanks, Sarah. Really appreciate taking the time. Good to chat as well. Um, it's always good to chat to, to our clients and past clients. Um, as usual, I will look, I'll let Melinda to wrap things up. Thanks again for taking your time. Hope, hopefully people got some good tips out of that as well. Um, it's been great talking. Um, as I say, I'll let Melinda wrap it up. Thanks for listening and talk soon. Bye for now. Thank you so much once again, everybody, for joining us on another episode of the Brisbane Property Podcast. As always, if you love our content, please share with friends and family. Don't forget to hit subscribe. Um, And also, if you do get the chance, please leave us a Google review. I hope you have a fabulous week and we look forward to speaking with you again soon. Bye for now. Thanks for tuning in today. Please remember everything we have spoken about on this podcast is general in nature and we always recommend that you obtain independent advice in relation to your specific circumstances. If you liked today's episode, don't forget to subscribe or leave us a review on iTunes and of course, tell your friends about us. If you would like to get in contact, please visit www.brisbanepropertypodcast.com.au or email us at info at brisbanepropertypodcast.com.au. Feel free to send in any questions and we will try to answer them in future episodes.